What a week it's been. So much to talk about and so many things we can't talk about. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's champion, Mick Aldis, and you're listening to Behind the Gorilla. Me and my friend Mark, we're going to stop watching. I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Behind the Gorilla. We've been talking for five minutes. Harris thought we were actually recording, and we weren't. Uh, Cause I hadn't started the episode yet, so now we're starting the episode. This is a uh, WrestleMania preview episode, of course, because WrestleMania is coming up uh, this upcoming weekend. Um, uh, we'll try and talk some AEW, but I'm kind of done with AEW for the time being. And Harris, well, let's just say, as he put it, Irwin R. Shyster, it has him in a sleeper hold, and already his hand has dropped twice, so he's really mm-hmm. trying to fight that third one and not lose the match. So that's what's going on at the moment. Yeah, we uh, probably would have just blown off recording this week if it weren't freaking WrestleMania weekend. Mark, I remember years and years and years ago, we were fresh-faced college kids, and we were both watching WWE on a regular basis and met in person to yeah. talk about WrestleMania on a radio station. We did. Look look how far we've come. But anyway, you know, it, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're still backwards. here. We're still reporting about it. I'm looking at the card. I got some questions for you. I want to see what what you think about the show they're putting together here. Okay, that's it's gonna be fun because this is the it, first but, time know. I'm looking at the WrestleMania card ever. Um, I knew a couple of matches just based on random rumors. Uh, most of this stuff I've not seen. I do have Raw up right now from this from last Monday. Uh, and this is the first WWE anything that I am consuming in, pfft, I don't know, since last WrestleMania. I don't remember. Um, but I am a WWE person at the moment because, not because I'm going to start watching it or it's any good, but just I'm mad at AEW right now. So out of spite for AEW, and hopefully they'll get the message by me not watching them, but I don't think it'll work, but I'm going to try. And um, so, yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah. So that's fair. Anyway, you, you're much more up to date with WWE at the moment than I am, even though you aren't watching either. That's how sad it is for my WWE knowledge, but um, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. It's where we are. So, mm-hmm. okay. uh, do you want to so do you want to just me, jump right me, into WrestleMania to start off, or you want to talk about anything else first? No, I I think we're good. I think we discussed Dynamite and AEW a little bit off the air, but we, we can we can touch on that again or as it comes up. That's that's fine. Um, so I have a question for you before we go through the, the rest of the card that you're looking at, because this was a, this was a recent change and it, it might not be on the cards you're looking at. But okay. I want you to guess which night and what kind of match the Intercontinental title. Oh, um, the general storyline, Sami Zayn. Sorry, you cut you cut off there for a second. Yeah, I heard Intercontinental. Dang it. Yeah, I lost you. You back? All right, you back now? Back now? You just came in and out. Yep, yep, we're back now. Yeah, that's not a good start. I heard Intercontinental. Oh, boy. Okay, well, we'll try this again then. I want you to guess, without looking, which night 
the intercontinental title matches and what kind of matches, like if it's a one-on-one or a big like multi-man boondoggle. So the, let me tell you the general story. So Sami Zayn had the title as of a few weeks ago, and I think somebody at WWE smartly figured out, hey, he's going to fight Johnny Knoxville. We should probably not have that match be for the Intercontinental title because, you know. Why not? It doesn't need that, and also the Inter. Well, I, I just— Who cares? Think, well, look, point. you're a WWE fanboy now, so I don't know. <laughs> let, me just, let me just get through the spiel, then. Just imagine <laughs> I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Because this— I looked at that, put the belt on Ricochet, and let's make one a babyface or whatever, which I think is a pretty good idea. He could be a great fighting champion. And the thing about it is, even if his, his title reign is no good, he could have a great like little time capsule match at WrestleMania defending this title against anybody. Just have that, like have a great WrestleMania spot. You know, I, I think about um, the NXT, not yeah, the NXT ladder match for the North American Championship, and what a crazy epic match that was. Even if I don't really care about the legacy of that title anymore. That was one of my favorite ricochet matches that I've seen. So, you know, they could do something really, really fun. So just guess, like, which night, Saturday or Sunday? When do you think they put the IC title match? Uh, that sounds like a Saturday match. Yeah, it's he's just so I love to hear that you say, oh, well, that sounds like a Saturday match, because evidently the people at WWE felt it felt so much like a Saturday match. That they just decided to go ahead and make it a Friday match and just get it, get it well, out of the way early. Who's he wrestling? I don't remember. It's two dudes who I don't. I'm oh, not perfect. familiar yeah, with. It doesn't matter. I haven't been following the product. Yeah, but don't you matter. know, just seems like such a waste because you could run him out there with the title and just like five random guys and have a great match. And instead, we're just gonna, oh, we're gonna bury it so I can watch Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin on Saturday night instead. I'm um, not gonna lie, that actually sounds good. Happy Corbin is low-key a great character. Dude, Happy it's, Corbin is the only re- the WWE thing I've seen in the past calendar year that I've actively enjoyed uh, Actively enjoyed every time one of my f- wrestling friends or someone has shown me stuff. Like, I've legitimately enjoyed that. It's great. Well, and the fact that he was broke this time last year, you know, and he had this big crazy swing about him. I mean, it's... Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah, so good. Good for him, I, I guess. Um, what else we got? Okay, so the other, the next thing I'm seeing Saturday, we have Dominic and Rey Mysterio, still a tag team, haven't sure. turned on one another yet, versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Nice. Okay, I, I look, think- look, 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 look. Okay, this is the first time here. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that Logan Paulson. <laughs> I know he's he was at Royal Rumble. Whatever, he's done a few, several things, so that doesn't surprise me. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about any of this. This low-key sounds great. One, Dominic with Rey Mysterio, I haven't watched any of it, don't care, couldn't care less, I'm fine with that, or I guess Mm -hmm. I could care less, because I'm fine with that, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's fine, because I'm not going to lie, that could be fun, father-son is always Mm -hmm. fun whenever they inevitably, uh, Dominic turns heel and beats the crap out of Rey Mysterio, because it will be hilarious, because this is a man who's 25 years older then the per and is half the size mm-hmm. and it's so it's an interesting dynamic with this massive veteran one of the greatest of all time and the dad of the person who towers over him that's just funny to me and hilarious mm-hmm. and gonna be awesome so i'm all for it uh also the miz 
is obviously the person to put with Logan Paul because the Miz is awesome and he's perfect and that's great. And Logan Paul's, I mean, he's already a wrestler. Again, pop culture has jumped on the wrestling bandwagon uh, for about the past 10 years, I feel like. Like, at some point, they got it. And that's based, I mean, politics too. Politics and pop (laughs) culture have become pro wrestling and it's both awful and pathetic and also glorious at the same time in an ironic way. And Logan Paul fits perfectly into that fine with it i'm actually fine with that and that sounds fun i i was honestly i wasn't gonna go that much into it but i feel the exact same way i feel like everybody in this match i kind of like this we're doing a preview with me just reacting to what's happening knowing no idea it's good imagine you're a casual wrestling fan and i'm just reading through this to you but um Oh dear. So, okay. Okay. So like looking at the four people in this match, I look at them and I'm like, every single one of these people is good and is fully capable of executing exactly what WWE would need them to execute to have like an all time great celebrity match. And there's no way to lose. Like if the Miz and Logan Paul do a bunch of BS and cheat and win, that's fine. And Mm -hmm. if, you know, cause you at least have a wrestler in there, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then obviously if the good guys beat up on someone like the Miz and Logan Paul, that works too. Like either way, mm-hmm. this is a win-win for both for everyone involved. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So cool. Good. Keep good it booking. up. Let's see what good booking. Next. Good idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me how you feel about this. The Usos as the SmackDown tag team champions oh, versus okay. Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. I have two questions. Um, yes. Who is Rick Boogs? And why is he in a tag team with Shinsuke Nakamura? Okay, so the two answers, as far as I know, are related to one another, not okay. in fact, but in my understanding. Perfect. So Rick Boogs is basically like, imagine a creator wrestler from like 1988. Okay. And then just drop him in the modern WWE. What he loves to do, and this is how he became friends with Shinsuke Nakamura, is he has this really sick wireless electric guitar setup. Okay. And he would play Nakamura to the ring because Nakamura has such an awesome theme right. song. So he became like not quite his valet, but like his personal bard, maybe. Okay. And that's kind of how they became a team. So Nakamura, oh. when he held the IC title, would be like having a match, usually a non-title match because they hate that title. And Boogs would be at ringside. Like the same, you know how Xavier Woods used to play the, the trombone? He'll do that, but with the guitar, like just shred to support Shinsuke Nakamura. And at some point they became an official tag team. That's a better storyline than anything AEW has done in the past calendar year. So I'm that's fine with me. I'm perfectly fine with that. That makes perfect sense. I will say, you know what the most impressive thing about Shinsuke Nakamura's WWE career is? What? He still has both his names. (laughs) Just think about how incredible that is. Not only that, when he was in Japan, he mostly went by just Nakamura. So it's even more (laughs) ironic. Like, it was an official thing, obviously, but like, he definitely was mostly referred to as just Nakamura. I'm pre, I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure when he was with New Japan. And WWE is notorious for just completely axing either a first or last name, depending. And. That's just amazing that he still has both his names. Or, I mean, giving you a completely new name. Like, did you see this? Did we talk about this? Pete Dunne debuted as part of Seamus' faction, except his name is Butch. 
But he's already it, been in WWE. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It makes no oh, sense. He's Lord. already he already exists in canon, but now he's out here dressed like a newsie and his name's Butch. Well, you know what's just wild when, about just that? Just when I give him credit for something, then that. You, you know what's wild about that? He's already, like, I know English and Irish are not the same thing, but he's already British. Like, you can just put I him know. in a faction together. You I don't know. have to change his name. I know. There's no need for it. Just when oh, I give him credit man. for stuff, then right yeah. back to garbage. Mm. Mm. So, anyway, mm. this match will probably be fun. The Usos That are match still will be pointless good. and boring and have nothing of note in it whatsoever. I think there will be one or two Rick Boog spots, but I couldn't pick Rick Boogs out of a lineup. So, you no, know, maybe you shouldn't listen to me. Okay, so after that, we have what should be a banger, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's title. Yeah, that'll be that, fun. That's going to be real fun. Yeah. I just want to see – I want to see Bianca Belair fight a different horsewoman every year. And you uh, can just I want to see Becky Lynch like, come out and beat her in 10 seconds again just to see what the crowd would do. Oh, man, that would be real funny. I don't think they're going to do that. I imagine I'm at this point where uh, my favorite team is dead and I just want chaos and everything. I'm Mm -hmm. at that point, except for one. Mm -hmm. I have one. uh, I have one thing where that is not the case, but everything else. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm looking for. Listen, it would be really funny. I have my own piece of fantasy booking involving these women, but it's later in the show. I think this could be really great. I think it'll probably be as good as Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks was last year. And Nice. Have her fight Bailey next year. Let's do like let's go pedal to the metal. Why not? It's fair. Um, uh, McIntyre, Happy Corbin. We didn't talk about. The... Oh yeah, well I mentioned that at the beginning. Right, right, right. I, I don't have any other thoughts about it other than it'll probably be funny if it lasts longer than four minutes. I think we've got a problem. But yeah. I'd rather see that more than more at, with more time than like this tag match or whatever. Yeah, I guess. I can see that going both ways. Neither of them need to be that long. No, no, they don't. No, no, they uh, don't. So after anything else on McIntyre Corbin? No. Okay, so after that, what I'm seeing as the co-main event of the show uh, is the SmackDown Women's Championship. We're getting both our title matches out of the way here on Saturday night for the women. Charlotte Flair as the champion versus babyface Ronda Rousey Mm -hmm. as the challenger. So... I think this will technically be a really good match, and I don't really care about the feud. Um, but they'll probably have a good video package for it, and it'll probably be sick. All I want, Mark, all I want in wrestling this weekend is for Becky Lynch to come out and just KO Ronda Rousey when the ref's not looking, and then feud with Ronda Rousey going forward. That's just such a money feud. Yeah. They'd yeah. be stupid not to do it. Which means they won't do sure it. I'm pretty sure that means that Charlotte Flair is going to make Ronda Rousey tap out on Saturday And night. I yeah. hope Charlotte Flair comes out and squashes Ronda Rousey in four seconds. Mark is Again, just going full range of just to see the reaction from Harris. Because nobody I mean, else really cares about Ronda Rousey to be all that mad, I don't feel like. But uh, I just... I just Harris hates Charlotte Flair more than the average person does, even though most yeah. people are most people aren't a big fan. I think at this point, mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. the general consensus. But mm-hmm. for Harris, it's a little bit more. And so uh, and also it's the same thing with Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Most people don't really care all that much. And Harris cares a little bit more. So I, I, I just I don't care. I mean, obviously, I want Ronda Rousey to do more than Charlotte Flair. But at the same time, I don't know how much she can do. I, I don't know. That, to me, to be honest, the match kind of sounds like it might be a shit show. <laughs> or, you know, maybe they pull a Triple H 
Stephanie man, whatever that tag match was and script the whole thing out months in advance and are able to hit mm. all the beats. Like I, I'm not really sure how that goes, but I mean, mm. eh, we'll see. We shall indeed see. And then, and then, the main event of WrestleMania Saturday, as they Stone are Cold it. appearing on the KO show. Yeah, and did you did we ever talk about the video package that Stone Cold shot in the desert leading up to this? It's pretty bad. So, so let's just give like a high level overview for posterity here, right? So, a little bit after the Rumble, the rumor starts flying around that WWE has gotten Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah, to come back and have one more match against Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, and everybody freaked out. Because he's come back and he's done the thing where, you know, he drinks a beer and then he hits the yeah. stunner and then everybody pops. He does that like every other WrestleMania at of this course. point. So when the rumors started flying, everybody thought, whoa, that would be different and exciting and potentially a disaster, you right. know, a la certain retired wrestlers in Saudi Arabia. Oh, um, boy. Could be a mess. You know, could could be a mess. Could be a mess. And then it starts to wiggle a little bit. KO starts openly calling for an interview because that's what professional well, fighters we didn't talk really about into. before this even started ko started trashing texas for the past like three oh yeah, months. yeah yeah i'm sorry i did forget about that so he spent the last month or so basically doing that you know the spongebob episode where he and patrick talk about how dumb old texas is and, and really piss <laughs> off sandy cheeks that's what they've done here that's what this entire feud is like can we say that plants from texas are dumb that's what it is which is fine. I'm all for it. It perfectly then, encapsulates the creative ability with WWE writers. So I'm all, yes. I actually, well, then, you know what? That's an insult to the SpongeBob writers. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was going to say it. So speaking it of perfectly far encapsulates WWE creative, Stone Cold releases a video and it's him driving one of those little, uh, those little buggies around on his ranch in Utah. It's really well produced. Looks cool. Looks like a commercial for something. You know, it's real exciting. And he gets out and he cuts a promo. And he says, not, I'm going to have Sorry. one last match with Nevada. Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, but I'll show up at WrestleMania. Whether you want to call it a match, an interview, or just a fight, he'll be there. So we're going to get another, like, you know, WrestleMania opening spot where he comes out and, like, maybe challenges KO to a match and wins in like 15 seconds. I think that's the best case scenario here, uh, which is fine, but not necessarily, you know. I want to see a John Cena Undertaker scenario where Stone Cold or Kevin Owens is just sitting in the crowd mm -hmm. waiting for something to happen. That's best case scenario. Okay. Because that was glorious. Be... That was a glorious that disaster. That was a lot of fun. Well, it was fun because they kept cutting back to John Cena for like so the first funny. two hours. And I remember thinking, <laughs> imagine sitting next to John Cena at WrestleMania. I can't imagine anything better. He's he would be the greatest uh, like, you know, person to sit by at a WrestleMania by far. You you want to know a million dollar idea that they will not follow up on because it's too on trend and like relevant. So the <laughs> NFL or not the NFL college football. What? I was just laughing at them not following up with something because it's on trend. It's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so college football does this, right? During the national championship game, they have the traditional broadcast and they have a broadcast in Spanish and mm -hmm. they have like a Skycam broadcast. 
and they might have a coach's lounge broadcast yep. where you don't get any audio from the game. You just get a room full of coaches like watching and providing their own analysis on the two teams in the national championship. Give me alternate feeds for WrestleMania where you just get like John Cena and Batista on the line and they do it like the Manning cast. Like they just sit down and watch it. Not Batista. Just, John Cena, yes. Yeah, well, I couldn't think of another person off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, John Cena and Hulk Hogan would be hilarious. Oh, like, man. Hulk that. Hogan and anybody, I'm in. Oh, it, it's it's John Cena and Scott Steiner. Get John Cena and Ric Flair. Yeah. Dude, Although Ric Flair's that, gone off the deep end. He's he's a, just the ultimate yes man at this point and he's kind of well, he has no he has no personality anymore. It's kind of it's kind of sad. Okay. Well, we'll get John Cena and somebody else in there. Sure. But if you get if they had simulcasts like that, how about that, John like, Cena and Peyton Manning? Why not? Yes, dude. Yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> if they did a Manning cast for like an hour every or like, you know, one match of SmackDown or something Pat or like McAfee, yeah. bring him on there. Well, he's he's the color commentator on the show half the time. Oh, he is. So, I thought he was just doing NXT. I didn't realize uh-uh. he was on one of the other. Again, no, I he's don't on SmackDown it. now. Yeah, that's oh, crazy. Okay. No. But there. so oh 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 dear. What on earth were we talking about, Mark? How did we get out? Uh we were talking about Stone Cold and KO. That's right. That's right. That's right. With whatever their thing is. And it's just Right. That's the best case scenario. Okay, yeah. I'm with you now. Yeah, see, give Sorry, me simulcast, we give me there. like directors commentators. On mass on on matches, that would be so fun. They won't yep. do it because, no. like I said, it's too trendy. Yep. But that being said, I don't even think we're going to get that. I think we're just going to get Stone Cold coming out, or maybe saying, "Oh, actually, I'm going to give you a match," and then coming out and he's got like his knee braces on or whatever. But I just don't think it'll be fun. But you know, it it. It's annoying that they promised a match and then didn't deliver that like a yep. proper, you know, I just don't care. I, I would rather not see a match if I'm being perfectly honest. It'll be I think it'll be quick. It would be way more shocking if it wasn't. Here's here's what I would like to see. And I'm going to use this to transition into WrestleMania Sunday because that's theoretically the main event of Saturday. The swerve I would love to see is if that main event with Austin and Owens, that's where Cody Rhodes debuts and interrupts them and takes this thing in a completely different direction. Because the storyline... My brain can't even wrap around that. I I, Well, they won't do it. Because it's way too bold of a decision. But that's, you know, it'll be fine when it could be great. That's all I'm saying. Because at this point, I'll try this for a segue. The, the debut of Cody Rhodes, if he debuts, is not going to be as huge a surprise as, say, when the Hardy Boys debuted a couple years back. And uh, I remember people talking about that I, example specifically. I, I don't – I mean maybe, so? but because nobody exp- – everyone knew the Hardys had – the contract was up and everyone pretty much knew they were going to sign. Right. But they just – it – Almost never happens where the debut debut happens at, at WrestleMania. So everyone yeah. thought day after WrestleMania. That's right. where the surprise came from. Not that like yes. they showed up, but it, but that they happened to show up at WrestleMania was the big surprise. So I guess from that standpoint, yeah, I guess that's fair since that's technically now been done before. Right. Well, so, then sure, sure, yeah. that's fair. okay. That's fair. But so what I'm thinking now is is the storyline that everyone is presuming to be about Cody Rhodes is that Seth Rollins 
does not have a match at WrestleMania, and he right. has made it his storyline despite d- despite the card being like bigger than it's ever been, which is very funny. Like I, you know, I like to give kayfabe the benefit of the doubt whenever I can, but it's very funny that the WWE for its biggest show of the year doesn't operate like the UFC and put its best fighters on the card. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, Seth, sorry, man, I don't know what to tell you. Like that's been the story for the last two or three weeks of Seth Rollins trying desperately to yep. get on WrestleMania. Which, by the way, in kayfabe, just for a second, Mark, you know how big of a loser that makes Ricochet look like? That he has a belt mm-hmm. and is content to just slum it on WrestleMania uh, also, SmackDown? Speaking of that, wins the U.S. title. I don't even know who has the Finn US Balor. Title, dude. Oh, that's not on the card either. Yeah. Interesting. See, but they're not <laughs> complaining about it. But Seth Rollins is, and I just feel like that makes your champions look like dweebs yeah. personally, but you know, whatever. So Seth Rollins has been throwing a tantrum and presumably this is going to be kind of like the John Cena moment where he come. I don't even know how this is going to happen. If he has a ringside seat or if he comes out to be like, I'm so sad that I don't have a WrestleMania spot and this doesn't count. That's definitely going to happen. And then Cody Rhodes is going to come out. Here's the thing. I don't think the build if that's what they do, has been great. If he comes out and we just get to see a surprise Cody Rhodes, like surprise, you know what I mean? Kayfabe surprise Cody Rhodes playing kingdom and like coming out with the neck tattoo and everything and just having a match. And it's a banger of a match that that'll still be a really fun WrestleMania moment. And it's great that you got sick of AEW to the point where you would stop watching it. Cause I'm also a little sick, but not Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll keep following it. The fact that you got to that point as Cody Rhodes is leaving mm-hmm. and debuting at WWE again mm-hmm. is very funny. I don't think it's entirely a coincidence, it, but it and is it's very not, funny. Uh, it was not um, conscious at all. Like yeah, exactly. it was, it, it wasn't at all. Um, it was, it was, but but the timeline is is pretty much perfect. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you that it just goes to show how important Cody Rhodes was to AEW and they didn't realize it. And Dude's he good. did. And that's why he left. And I think, yeah, he they deserved it. They deserve for this to happen. I don't think this is likely, Mark, and I don't want to get my hopes up, but it would be so fun if they just gave him a little corner of the card to just book his own stories and see what yeah. he does. Because they won't do it, he, but it would. Be. I know. Some of the stuff he did, you know, in his first run could be great. And imagine yeah. if they were like, hey, do you want it? Like, I know you hate Stardust, but what if we could do Stardust right and have you have like mental breakdowns like Eddie Brock or something like we could really, really do it. I hope they give him a little creative leeway because I like what he does with creative leeway and mm-hmm. I want to see more of it in wrestling. I that totally being agree. said, I think he'll be a great 24 seven champion in six months. <laughs> That that's been the consensual joke between everyone on the internet for sure, and it's probably mm-hmm. not far off. Sadly, hopefully it is because he's way way bigger of a star, dude, than he was when he left. But uh, yeah, you, you can't put anything past WWE. I mean, if I'm fantasy booking this again, just to make something interesting happen for basically for the smart marks who like think they know what's going to happen, have him come out. And cost Roman the unified title, and then your summer oh. feud is Cody Rhodes versus you know final boss God King Roman Reigns. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. They won't, and, and look, I if I if I had a pitch to WWE for Cody Rhodes, 
My mm-hmm. sole pitch to Vince McMahon would be just think about if your WWE champion is the guy who helped found AEW exactly. who never held that title. That that's what I would appeal to because we all know that's how petty and retarded Vince McMahon is. Like that's yes. that's the only appeal I would have. Would be just think if the cornerstone of AEW never held that title, but is your WWE champion. Just think about that. That would be my pitch. Well, not only that, Mark, but the fact that he can have all of that happen and then Cody Rhodes on his flagship program holding his title say, this is the only title in this business mm-hmm. worth holding, and I would know. Mm-hmm. Man, can you imagine? I'm that would be you. like that would That's be a one shot of, the best of things steroids to right in the butt of Vince McMahon. Oh, man, absolutely, absolutely. So Come on, again, Vince. Come on, Vince. Let's, we're playing up to your ego here. You can't let this opportunity go by. You just can't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You just can't. Absolutely not. Make Cody Rhodes a star, and that is the ultimate of pettiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen, but man, needs let to. Him, let him go the Triple H route, start booking NXT when he gets ready to retire. Like, yeah. just let the man have a book somewhere, because I like watching what he can do. Totally agree. Okay. Totally agree. So- All right. Can we talk about the uh, the elephant in the room when it comes to the Saturday <laughs> matches? You mean the Sunday matches? No, this on this schedule it says Saturday. Well, I think I know which match you're talking about, but go ahead, spit it out. Oh. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just on this uh, thing where and it says WrestleMania Day One, and it has that match on there. So hmm. Hmm. I was surprised you hadn't mentioned it yet. Um, who knows? I don't know when it's supposed to happen. I I have no idea. Uh, okay, we, let's just get this out of the way. <clears throat> <sighs> If there was ever a watershed match (laughs) that has ever existed in the history of wrestling, it is AJ Styles versus Edge. I don't want to watch this, Harris. I don't want to watch. You know, we've, we've felt this way over the past half a year or so about certain AEW matches. Um... You know, Thunder Rosa, you know, MJF, usually it involves in where we're just like, there's only one way this match can go. And if they don't, then it just ruins the whole feud. You know, we, we've had mm-hmm. that that several times, mostly mm-hmm. with AEW in the past eh, six months or so. Mm-hmm. Th- this makes those look like nothing matches on AEW Dark. Um <laughs> Harris, if, if, if the man very unaffectionately known as Edge happens to beat AJ Styles at WrestleMania, I will never watch professional wrestling again. This podcast will be over. I will destroy every piece of WWE thing I own. And they will be dead. Oh, man. I cannot even start to explain. I will never be more mad at anything that doesn't matter in my entire life. Not at any sporting event. Not at anything dumb the Braves have done. Not in anything. Not in any Georgia game. Not in any dumb thing the Broncos have done. <laughs> Could come anywhere near. The sheer amount of hate and rage 
it'll make Edge winning the Royal Rumble look like a chipmunk dancing through the park. Like it. I I honestly don't think I can physically even watch this match until I know the ending. Because I I just I can't. I, I honestly don't even think I'll be able to watch this match live. Um, okay. <laughs> I, so let me, I, I, okay. I, 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 um, I, I just, I, I, uh, hmm. <laughs> okay, has AJ so ever me, won at WrestleMania ever? Didn't he beat Jericho his first year? No, no, he did not. He definitely did not. Did he, Hang he on, beat, let me check. he beat Shane, didn't he? He did beat Shane. That feels right. He did that beat feels Shane. Right. Okay. I'm pretty he, sure he's lost every other WrestleMania match. I think he's had. he might have beaten um, Nakamura by DQ or something. Oh, uh, yeah! Didn't he? He held onto the title. He he defended yeah, the title he hit him against in the Nakamura. Bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. won. No, okay. He's four and two at WrestleMania. Okay, okay, Which fair ones? enough. Fair enough. Okay, so fair enough. Lost. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, you don't care. But still, it doesn't matter. The only two he's lost are to Jericho the first year and then to um, The Undertaker in the Boneyard match. Okay, so. fair. Okay, well then, fair enough, fair enough. Strike that. That that makes it a little bit less, tiny bit less angry. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. That's fair. That is fair because that's a good point. Okay, um, so let me then, let me ask you this then. If he beats Edge and it's like a great match and AJ uh -huh. Styles beats Edge, Will this then flip around and be like one of your favorite matches ever? Or it, it depends. You... It depends on how good the match is, but potentially sure. Okay. Um. <laughs> Once again, then I don't expect him to do that. It'll be a little too long and a little too boring, and Edge will win doing something stupid. I, I uh, yeah, I don't. Th this, this, I, I tried to even bring. Some sort of other reasoning into this? There's not. I just hate Edge, and I'm gonna be so mad. This is this is purely in and out of kayfabe equally. Um, there's there's no single person who's ever stepped into a wrestling ring that I've hated more than the man known as Adam Copeland, aka Edge. And if he goes out and beats AJ Styles, now to be fair, there's not the whole age thing because they're basically the same age like they're they're pretty mm -hmm. close to the same mm -hmm. age they're both in their 40s so this is not they're both 20 year plus year veterans mm -hmm. edge is a little bit older fair, <laughs> fair so it's not that this is about as even of a thing as you can possibly get but there still is that stigma because of wwe and non-wwe where AJ still feels like, you know, because he's only been there for f six years at this yep. point. So there's still that, even though it's not technically accurate because they're both been in the business about the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, again, I think Edge has maybe two or three years tops on on AJ Styles. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be mad because that'll be it's already been. I guess we're right on the edge. I, it's debatable whether it's been three strikes yet, but two for sure. And possibly three, I guess, if you count the crappy match at... Did Edge even wrestle last year at WrestleMania? 
I don't remember. It runs together. I, I don't, don't know. I don't he remember anything from last year's WrestleMania. I know I watched it. I don't remember a thing. Um, I remember it was two nights and it was way too long, but, um, cause the last thing I remember was that stupid COVID match with Randy Orton that everyone thought was good. And me and you were like, this was like the most boring thing in the world. Yeah. It was like 45 minutes long. They just staggered around the performance it was center. It was terrible. It was, it was um, and then he won that. So I was mad. I was mad about that, but it really goes to the debut at the rumble and then the winning of the rumble in back-to-back years that I'm still mad about. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. And just well, if he goes out and beats AJ Styles, who's two or three of my, you know, number one, somewhere in the mm-hmm, top five of mm-hmm. my favorite wrestlers of all time at WrestleMania, after all of this crap, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be very yeah. mad. <laughs> this is going to be great content for me one way or another because either we have like a great video package and a good match and AJ Styles beats Edge and it's really fun and we have that you know on the network forever uh or he doesn't and Edge wins and then I get to witness you having a meltdown which will be for fantastic content even if the podcast ceases to be and there's no one there to hear it uh what even is the story of this match do you know because I don't it's it's just Edge wants it's like a Shawn Michaels-esque we want to prove we're the top dog and have a really killer match at WrestleMania because we're both big work rate guys. Like, that's what it is. That's even like, dumber because, no, you're not. You're trying to group I mean, yourself just, in with good wrestlers and you're not. You know, Edge I mean, I might be putting good words in his mouth. I might be putting words in his mouth there. I don't know. But it's all about pride. It's about him wanting to face somebody great to have a legendary WrestleMania match. He's going... He, he is playing the heel like the story they're trying to tell is he's gone too far to the dark side and his hatred of, you know, trying to get inside AJ Styles head. So AJ is the face and Edge is the heel. If nothing else, I don't know what that's going to do for us, but yeah, I mean, sure. Fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Ed, Edge is. Ugh. <laughs> the only thing I hate worse than Edge is the fact that fans like Edge. That's the only thing that I hate worse. Mm-hmm. somehow he's brainwashed half of the internet wrestling and just the wrestling fans into thinking he's this legend when he's not. Good Lord. Edge is like the most overrated superstar of all time. He's got one <laughs> facial expression, Harris. What? I know, I know. And it's, and it's, it's seething just... a rabid dog. That's the only facial expression that he has. It's just an exclamation point. That's Rabbit all it is. Rabbit dog who like got smacked on the behind. That's his face. <laughs> and he's kind of annoyed and kind of mad about it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And he just does these dumb, crazy eyes and just does this stupid pull his hair back. That's all he's got. <laughs> <sighs> and unfortunately, he's been looped into some of the greatest matches of all time that had nothing to do with him. You could add anybody in this triangle ladder match with the Hardys and the Dudleys, and it would not have changed the match in any way, shape, or form. Christian is a million times better in the ring as Edge is. Doesn't get nearly the credit. <sighs> Woo. Man, that was that was good. That was I could go on for an hour Maybe. straight of the podcast just about Edge. Like, cut to me. I put my phone down. I'm doing laundry in the background. Like, yeah, that's crazy. I guess I won't. Um, 
I think that was pretty good. That was some of your best work, I must say. That was no, it wasn't. Was My best work was the end of uh, after WrestleMania, the one where he won two years ago. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> you want to keep going through the card, buddy? Uh, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I I can't. I can't deal with another Edge positive crap thing. I can't. I can't do okay, it. Okay. Well, that's. We'll just. There's not too much of like huge interest left here. I mean, we've covered the three biggest things I wanted to talk about. Uh, all right, what's Mac- happening on the next day? Uh, so this is yeah, we're moving on to Sunday. Oh, okay, we got the Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro and Matt Riddle. By the way, for the record, sorry, I do have Edge and AJ Styles on Sunday on the card I'm looking at. Okay, so I don't know. I have no idea. Just yeah, the one I, I have says okay. Saturday. Who knows? It'll be one of the days. It doesn't matter. So there's a triple threat for the tag titles between RK Bro, uh, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy. Okay. That'll probably be a really fun match. I'm not that invested in who wins it, but, you know, good opener. I wish they um, could do more with Chad Gable. I'm a little surprised that they didn't have I, – I would have pegged the Matt Riddle-Randy Orton split feud Yeah. to be here and because I think that would be a great – I'd much rather just see RK Bro and Alpha Academy. I, the Street Profits, I have no interest in. I'm sorry. I just don't. Yeah, but I, I like a good multi-man, you know, bag of Skittles match. For yeah, my but there's two on so. the same card the same day Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. women's are doing that. Yeah, so the women, the women's are doing that. Uh, Carmella and Zelina Vega are champions. I didn't know they were a team. Sure, Naomi and Sasha Banks. Okay. I mean, it's no, it's no Bailey and Sasha Banks, but it's okay. I Liv Morgan sure. and Rhea Ripley, low key, could be a ton of fun. Yeah, they just formed like three weeks ago. Oh, sure. But that could be a lot of fun. Or um, the B team. I'm sorry, um, Natalia and Shayna Baszler. And Baszler deserve better. Inseparable and Natalia. friends. Natalia, Both of them deserve Shana better, Baszler. to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I hope Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley win because that's a tag team that would be, I think, pretty fun to watch. I guess. Don't really know what's going I'd on. I'd rather though, see in the either division. of them in singles feuds, but sure. obviously, what I want to happen is for Bailey to come out and cost Sasha Banks a victory <laughs> in some way. That's what I want. You could just put that at every single match I, uh, for Harris. I just hope true. Bailey comes out and interferes. And, I just hope uh, Bailey comes Roman out. Roman Reigns an and uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I just yeah. Want, I just hope Bailey comes out and interferes. You could put that at every match, and that would immediately hey, make it at least a half star better for Harris. What a swerve that would be, though, if that's how the main event of WrestleMania ended. They're like, huh, I'd be okay, perfectly fine with it at this point. I'm all okay. For it. Well, let's okay. Let's talk about the one, two other quick matches, and then the main event because I want to talk about the main event just for a second. Yeah. Um. Austin Theory is fighting Pat McAfee. Who's I Austin Theory? He is like so he was part of a faction in NXT that was like Johnny Gargano's heel stable. Okay. And then he got called up. And since he got called up, he's basically he's first of all, I think this dude's gonna be really good. Like they want him to be the next Cena, and he might I, I don't know if he's charismatic enough, but he's got the look for it. Like oh, okay. this guy's built to be a pro wrestler. And the gimmick he has is honestly pretty good and could take him really far, which is that he's just a prick. Mm-hmm. Like he's just this millennial douchebag like F boy. Yeah. And his whole thing, like he's a smarmy little heel and he'll blindside people and beat them up and then take selfies with them and post them on Instagram like in real time and people can see him pop up and stuff. And he, Vince McMahon in kayfabe has like taken him under his wing and has like oh, made wow. him his protege. Wow, that usually so doesn't work. So we'll see. I know. So <laughs> I don't. You know, it's a no. It usually doesn't. But it's a decent like 
he gave Pat McAfee the match outside of kayfabe in an interview on the Pat McAfee show. Vince McMahon was like, I'll give you a match. And then in kayfabe, like Vince set him up against his, you know, his new boy toy, Austin Theory. So here's the thing. I I know this is really slapped together. I think they're both pretty talented and this could low key be a lot of fun. Like, like I said, a little bag of Skittles match for you in between all the tag team matches, I guess. And then finally, and not for the Intercontinental title, for better or worse, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. I think at one point, Sammy got this to be like a no DQ match or an anything goes match, Wow, which a is a terrible decision. Terrible decision. You're playing right into his hands, you idiot. You mm-hmm. deserve to lose. He doesn't know how to wrestle. Why would you give him that advantage? Exactly. We're going to have a catch as catch can match. Oh, no. We know what that means. Immediate go out of the ring, match over, screwed up the whole thing, Dean Malenko. I... I understand that they why they don't do this, Mark. But if I'm ever in some bizarre turn of events, famous enough to like warrant a wrestling program with somebody, I've always wanted to see them do an angle where the celebrity is like, "Whatever, I'm rich. You people are stupid. This sport is stupid. Nobody watches it anymore. I've got like the best trainers money can buy. Like they hype it up as this thing, and then the celebrity just gets annihilated. Like after going mega heel for three months." I feel like that just, has happened before. It seems to be fairly. They like to make the they like to make the newcomers baby faces a lot of the time. Oh yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, that's exactly the way. Dude, the show we we did that back in twenty. Oh shoot, uh, like twenty eleven. I don't remember. Back when I was like fifteen in the backyard, we literally did mm-hmm. that exact same angle. We brought in my yeah. buddy Greer. Didn't care about wrestling at all always made fun of it when I would talk about it, but he's charismatic and he's funny. And so we brought him in, had him win a title via uh forfeit because the guy wasn't there. So we had him win the hardcore title via forfeit the whole show. He is cutting promos and, 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 you know, commentating for matches as this mm-hmm. character. And he's acting like he's the greatest thing in the world because he's a champion now even though mm-hmm. he didn't even wrestle someone for it. So, like, the first interview, he's just dressed normally. The second interview, he has a sport coat on. The third interview, he has a crown and a sport coat on. And he's just slowly getting more and more talking about how great he is and how difficult of a match it was and all this stuff. And then we have him defend it at near the end of the show against my little brother, who is, like, half the size of him at the time, mm-hmm. and he knocks mm-hmm. him out one punch and wins. That was the storyline of the character. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Exactly. We never get that. I was 15 and could write a better storyline. Like I said, I think they like to make they like to make, you know, the celebrity the good guy to try and get new fans invested. Honestly, Except now for that Logan I'm Paul. This, well, that's what I now that I'm saying this out loud, I would not be that shocked if that match ends with Miz like pissing Logan Paul off so Logan Paul hits him with a move and then walks away and they lose. But now he's turned face. I would not be shocked at all if they tried to do that. Okay, that's the way they could screw up the entire thing. There it is. We found it. Listen, maybe Conor McGregor will come out and punch Logan Paul. Who knows? That would be... Uh, Okay, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind. Just imagine the the stupidity of a faction that Seamus and Butch... And whatever the third guy's name is, Ridge Holland, maybe, and Connor McGregor. 
Just Sheamus and Conor McGregor as a tag team. You already have a winner there. I just, they probably can't afford him, to be honest with you, but you could just do the thing like they did with Ronda Rousey at Mania 31. Like, just have him be backstage shaking hands with people and, like, have a moment with Becky Lynch the same way, like, Sheamus and Beaker had a moment. You know, just think outside the box here, guys. <laughs> oh, the fact that you just compared that to Sheamus and Beaker is just perfect. Absolutely perfect. One of the I best mean, listen, interactions of all time. I would love to see Conor McGregor and Beaker on WWE programming, but that feels like that feels like a dream too large to ever come true. I'm good with that, too. Great idea. Book it. Book it, Vince. Okay, so then... And then, Mark, and then... Oh, yeah, there's another match. I forgot. We have the main event. Right, we have right, the big, right. The big poobah, the greatest in Everyone the history cares of... very much. ...of all time with the two biggest, most championship Paul Heyman beef. Um, here's the thing, buddy. I don't think they'll do this. I don't think they have the guts... But the rumor for years has been that all Vince McMahon wants to do before he dies is get The Rock back to fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. WrestleMania next year is in Los Angeles, California. Imagine a world, Mark. I, I genuinely think I might mean this sincerely. In a world in which The Rock comes out again in the main event of WrestleMania again, to cost the champion a match again to set up a title match at next year's WrestleMania again. Uh, I think that might be the wildest, greatest thing I've ever seen. Although, to be fair, the last time he did not cost the champion the title. What a, you know what I mean. I mean, you you know what I mean. Like, he's, he's gunning for the one everyone knows he's gunning for in the long run for the and championship. And you just brought back a whole swath of bad memories oh i know but how funny would it be if they did it again this time a decade later good lord it'd be so funny to set up a match in a year because here's (sighs) the thing everyone knows that nobody's going to beat roman reigns anytime soon anyway so you might as well just be open about it they won't they won't do that why okay okay is this match for both titles or is it just a champion versus champion match and no titles on the line. No, I believe the word that I've seen is unification. The card I'm looking at says winner take all unification match. But who like who knows? Like when they announced the match, they didn't say. And then they said, oh, yeah, it's it's a unifying match. But like, does that mean both belts still exist independently? Nobody really knows. It, it's not it's not going to be any better than the last few times they've tried to do this. If anything, it'll be worse. Again, unless it ends with Cody Rhodes running out and blasting Roman in the face and getting him DQ'd, which I do not think will happen. I don't know. Any, does anybody have any strong feelings about this match? There's no way one person alive has any sort of actual care for this match. There's no way. There's not a more uninteresting pairing that you could have possibly put. I would have rather seen Johnny Knoxville versus, I don't know, Gold Dust for like the 24 nope. 7 title in the main event. That would be very interesting. I'll give yeah, you that. Especially because Dustin's still in AEW. But so yeah, wow. That would be it's really Cody strange. Rhodes as Gold Dust. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be like, awesome. You look different. And he's like, nope, it's me. That actually would be fun. But yeah, yeah. like, I. Do, I 
I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Triple H versus Roman for a title I cared less about. I don't know. Yeah, like, that would be I, bad. I, I, it, what does it say when the most uninteresting match in your entire card is your title for title main event? It says that they're a creatively bankrupt. I'm more interested in the four way women's tag match. Oh, for the tag team title than I am Roman Reigns versus Brock. Like they could put on the greatest match of all time and it won't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Like I kind of feel bad for him. It's not their fault, but like I, Mm -hmm. there's nothing they can do to make this interesting on their own. Like, like you said, like Cody Rhodes coming out, something like that is the only way there's any interest in this match. And they're not going to do it because I mean, to be fair, and to give Vince McMahon credit, he does value his titles, main titles, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's fair, and I respect that. But that that's the only way there's any, any, any interest whatsoever, is something else interfering. Because this, in, in and of itself, no matter how good of an actual wrestling match, does not matter. And we all know uh, that this match is just going to be a finisher fest. Like that's all it's gonna be. Well, let's we're gonna hope have forty-seven so, spears. We're gonna have thirty-eight F5s, and that's gonna be, you know, that's gonna be the quote-unquote finish of the match. Like it's just, it's just gonna be. I mean, I would rather have that than like a thirty-four-minute attempt. No, at but a it'll classic. be a thirty-minute match. But that's just gonna be the finish. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. I think. Okay. Well, no, it won't be thirty minutes. Brock Lesnar ain't going thirty minutes, but it'll probably be at least fifteen. It'll be 15, 20 minutes of just a car crash. It's the same thing we've seen every time. And we'll see four spears, nine F5s, and then at some point, the you know, 30th spear will will do the job. You know, it's just Heyman will come out and do something and get punched by somebody or turn on somebody and finally pick something. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, it's just, it's there's nothing of interest. There's nothing possible of interest that could happen here. I can't. I can't think of anything. But like I said, I'm hoping for chaos. I'm hoping. I'm for all the rock. for Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin as the main event over that. Woo. Oh man, there's more Imagine. interest. It's wild to me. Like I'm sure there are things about the working for WWE that are difficult. It's wild to me that you can't put together one good pay per view once a year and like at what you know is your biggest show with the talent mm-hmm. they have. It's still here's the thing. I think there's still going to be some real fun matches on here, but it's a shame that at the very top, despite Roman Reigns being a good character at this point, and like they don't have who who are they going to elevate to potentially beat him? They have invested in the top for so long. I don't know how they're going to manufacture an underdog to come fight Roman Reigns for this title. So it feels like we're just stuck in limbo. Yeah, again, because that's the main booking of Vince McMahon is the top guy, a dominant no, champ. True. But the problem is that's usually a spot reserved for babyface. But mm. obviously Roman's not a babyface and can't really be a babyface. So they're kind of stuck. And now and they don't know how to that booking doesn't work with a heel. Like, you you know, obviously a dominant face champion works because WWE has been doing that for decades. Mm-hmm. A dominant heel champion in that way, booked that way doesn't work. Like 
it works better having a heel champion for sure, but it can't be like that because you run into that problem of like, well, now what? Like, who's going to beat him? Who's, you know, when you have the little, you know, cheating champ, even if they're a dominant champion, but they usually cheat or they use this, they use that. Like you can, you can work with that. Like all that Mm -hmm. works when they're just by themselves, purely destroying everybody cleanly, you know, like you said, what do you do with that? Where do you, where do you go with that? There's no wiggle room there. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll say this. They're letting Brock Lesnar really have fun as mad cowboy Brock Lesnar. I was at the gym the other night, and I watched him try to decapitate Roman Reigns and the Usos with a forklift as they got into their car. Sure. He's gone full, like, cackling Attitude Era babyface, which sure. is at least different, but it's not different enough for me to be, like, really psyched to watch this match. I think it'll be – it could be a decent car crash. But what are, what are we doing here? What's next? Where are we going with this? I just don't think – I mean they can never do it when it's on purpose. But I just can't in the immediate future see them elevating any baby face to the end of this you know, modern reign of terror title reign that we have here. I just don't see that happening anytime soon. So it's hard to get invested. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Totally agree. And how can anyone think – a final shot of WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns standing on top is like a satisfying conclusion to the show. Well, like, how can anybody think right. that? Well, and at the, if you think of it as your season finale, like, what do you like? Okay, this guy beat everybody again. Cause if ever we needed again. Seth Rollins to cash in a Money in the Bank title mm, again, mm. like, that's what we need. That's here. the thing, dude. Imagine, imagine if like this again. They won't do this. I'm getting my hopes up for nothing. But imagine if this Monday night. They just put, they say, screw it. Yeah, if you win like three matches in a row, you'll you'll be on the WrestleMania card or whatever. And then like, but you know, it'll be a mystery as to what match you're in. And then he's announced that it's a triple threat in the main event at the last second again. And it's Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins again. Like that would at least be so different and unexpected, and not just watching Roman Reigns win a 12 minute match and then hold both the titles like. We had this dominant final boss victory for him last year, and it was awesome because it was a triple threat. Like, they can't it, – it's just going to be diminishing returns, I'm afraid. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, no, I completely agree. I got to be honest. I After complaining that long, there's enough matches on this card that I'm excited for. I'm also just tired of working, so I'm looking forward to two nights in a row of straight wrestling. But I am I am looking forward to this. Like I think there's going to be some fun stuff on there, and I think I'm going to have a good time because the stuff that's going to be bad could go so bad that it becomes entertaining in and of itself. But that's the sad part. Most of it's not even like that bad to be like entertaining bad. It's mostly the hypothetical scenarios that I kept pitching myself that I'm excited about. That's <laughs> well, that's a recipe for disappointment, but. Smash cuts two weeks from now when Logan Paul and Cody Rhodes are a tag team somehow. That'd be good for us. It'd be amazing. <laughs> David Arquette is their manager. Yeah, come on, let's get weird. See, stop it, stop it. Let's not. We no, can't. No. We can't be hoping. No, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to even put that type of dream in my head. It's too perfect. It's too mm. good. 
Oh, man. Well, that's our WrestleMania talk for this week. Um, again, didn't really talk anything about AEW because it, it's just, just dreadful right now. It's just... Boy, you talk about creative bankruptcy. That's what AEW is right now. Just straight up creatively bankrupt. There's nothing of interest right now going on. Nothing. See, I... I haven't had the time to watch it, so I can't confirm or deny that, but it helps that we're both in the same place, which is haven't watched it, can't talk about it. Don't know. Oh, MJF apparently, so it does look like MJF Wardlow is the next feud, so MJF goes from Jericho, Punk, Wardlow. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And I'm sure he's going to win against the big behemoth, newly crowned babyface Wardlow. Maybe they're... I don't know. Maybe How they're just going to run him off. Where does that go? Like, I, I'm I don't telling know. you, creatively, bank, these guys are idiots. It's so bad. They have set up none of their characters to succeed. I feel like they book everything like three weeks at a time. Like they had if the hangman that. thing lined up and then, I don't know, man. I'm not as down on it as you are, but I also haven't been able to follow it much, and I don't feel it like I'm It comes from much, wanting so. better and knowing that yeah. they've had better. That's where it comes from. Like, I don't get mad at WWE, except for Edge. I don't get mad at WWE booking because it's just garbage, and it just has <laughs> been interesting for so long. It's just like, you know, who cares? Whatever. But AEW yeah. has been so good for, you know, their first year and a half, almost two years of existence was so good that mm-hmm. now when you're seeing it just slog into this just crap it's just that much more frustrating when you're like you guys are better than this and i know you're better than this mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's it's honestly like all the little things we you know because we've constantly had problems with aew and it's been all the things that now have been pushed to the forefront that's the problem like there's mm-hmm. been all these slight problems that we're like you know this this they have certain matches like this they don't you know they don't follow the rules of this like there's been a few things all along the way but ultimately, it's still been very good, and there's been pl- the good has vastly outweighed the bad for the most part. And now it's like all the bad little quirks and bad things have like taken hold and rooted, and now have become all the main stuff. And it's just, it's just weird. It's really weird to see. It's pretty fascinating to be honest. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty fascinated with where AEW is going. And I don't see how this is going to be successful for very long if it continues. It's going to be the one thing I will say that I am unequivocally excited to start watching again when I can. They put Brian Danielson and John Moxley in a tag team. Yeah. Managed by William Regal Mm -hmm. called Capital Combat Club. Oh, that's their name. I didn't know that. That's good. That's that's perfectly stupid. Exactly. It's something I I might be I might be missed phrasing that a tiny bit blackpool combat club maybe that sounds either way bad. it's perfectly dumb like it, it's yeah, the perfect it, amount it, like, of dumb it's, it's kind of prestigious because it evokes like england and william regal and like classy you know sherlock mm-hmm. holmes style boxing i don't know i don't know i that's a really great lineup of talent and hopefully they can do something fun and help develop some stars to tell some long-term stories again yeah nope nope Totally, uh, totally agree. Um, that's fine. Yeah, Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, that's I like that name a lot. 
That the is a shirt good name. I was hoping would be a little better than it is. It, it's a little dorky for me. I'm probably not going to get it, unfortunately. But I just want Brian Danielson doesn't do this because he doesn't like merch because he's you know all about protecting the planet. But I just want an American Dragon shirt, like a good one. Yeah. Not one that says the American Dragon is back because he's not back anymore. He's just here. You right. know what I mean? Like just. There's got to be some good designs out there, but he won't do it. It's very disappointing. That is sad. That is sad. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't. That's that's about all I got. At some point, once we have time again and wrestling slows down, I guess we can watch the new Scream movie. It was supposed to be pretty decent. I know. I heard mixed things. I heard it was one of the worst movies ever from a few people, and then I heard huh. it was fine from other people. So Interesting. I don't know. It seems to be a bad to fine. Seemed to be about the window that that could have hoped for so <laughs> yeah it's true it definitely could be worse yeah at some point we'll watch it uh man all right well we'll see what happens wrestlemania is happening we'll talk about it at some point so yeah here we go it might be the last show ever who knows <laughs> but boy what a way to go what a way to go if that's the case i did say that about the royal rumble too so i've kind of lied before so we'll see but Anyway, that does it for this episode. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Behind underscore Gorilla and Instagram at Behind underscore Gorilla. Also, uh, follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. And I'm at Harris Wilson. Let's go ahead and do that. And, uh, yeah, any uh, final thoughts here, Harris, on this WrestleMania preview episode? If if WrestleMania doesn't go the way you want it to next weekend and you feel down and you feel like you might not like wrestling anymore... Just fire up Peacock real quick and watch Southpaw Regional Wrestling from start to finish again, yes. and then you'll love wrestling again. Peacock? It's I on Peacock? It. I thought it was on YouTube. No, well, it might be there too, but like Peacock is essentially the network now, sure, so I sure. watched the entire thing from start to finish last weekend. Nice. And it's just beautiful, man. It's just a work of art. Season one is, is so great. Ready? Yeah, just it, go and watch all the AEW stars um, on Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Man... Does Miro even work there anymore? Put my boy Miro on a card. Come on. Who knows? Oh, jeez. Well, anyway, I'm, that, that was it. That was my thought. All right. There we go. Woo. Good way to end it. Just as we start the show with Southpaw Regional Wrestling, we end the show with Southpaw Regional Wrestling. On that note, thanks a lot, guys, for listening, and we will talk to you post-WrestleMania. WrestleMania.